This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to the episode of Boom Rookies presented by ESPN. I am Matt Bungard and with me today, Nick Campton. Hello. Hey everybody. And Neil Desmond's back. Welcome. G'day. And Grayson Waller is also back. Hello. Yeah, we, we needed at least one athlete uh, on the team, you mm. know, so that's that's my job today. That's fair. I'm, I'm glad. Team, team, uh, known team athlete, Grayson Waller. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, was, I was quite the soccer player back in my day. I'll have you know, Mr. Campton. I don't, uh, doubt, Grayson, it. I don't doubt it. If there was a movie about your life, who would play you? Oh, Mark Wahlberg, for sure. But they have to do the, the de-aging thing that they do now. You're, like, you're, like, you're like three feet taller than him. That's okay. Oh, he can, we can put two Wahlbergs. We'll get Donnie Wahlberg and Martin Wahlberg on his shoulders. <laughs> we'll tape them together. Yeah, yeah the Wahlberg brothers. I thought, not... we'd go, I thought we'd go for an eight-mile situation where you play yourself. Oh, I thought you were going to say Junior Floyd from the... That joke will make sense to you if you listen to part one. If you haven't listened to part one, what the hell are you doing? Who listens to part two of a podcast and just part two? Madness. But we are back to try and work out who the greatest fictional athlete of all time is. We cut it from 32 to 16 in part one. That part obviously will take a little bit longer to do than the rest of it because you've got to introduce all the movies, talk about all the characters, blah, blah, blah. But we are down to the sweet 16 now. And we start off with a spicy matchup at the top of the bracket. Shooter McGavin against Ricky Bobby. Would anyone like to argue the case of Ricky Bobby? Uh, Have you seen his credentials? The scene where he's at the dinner table, all that money. He's, he's like a king. He's got Taco Bell. He's got Pizza Hut. He's That's just, true. Man, he, he lives far better than most. Like, for me, Shooter is one of the best movie villains of all time. I think sports movie-wise, the best sports movie villain of all time. Except Unless, you know, count Ivan Drago or something, Cam. I don't know. I haven't seen those Rocky films yet. But um, can you make a case for Ricky Bobby here? No, you can't. And you know why? Because Ricky Bobby didn't want it bad enough. Mm. He got scared off the track by that little accident that he had. He was prizing the knife out with another knife. And then even in the big race at the end against um, Sasha Baron Cohen, he gets out of the car and runs. So even though he crosses the line first, he still loses. So as far as I'm concerned, Ricky Bobby, when it really counted, couldn't stand up, didn't stand up. And like, I know Shooter McGavin got done, but you can't doubt how bad he wanted it. He stole the jacket. He paid a guy to hit Happy Gilmore with his car. He wanted it bad, man. And in the end, that's what it's all about. So Shooter's cruising through here for me. Grayson, have you considered paying someone to hit your enemies with a car? Uh, I actually considered paying someone to hit you with a car once. Oh, but, um, thank you for not doing that. that. But he wouldn't yeah, make no, my thought... price. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but can you imagine the gear that Shooter McGavin would have on Ricky Bobby? Like oh if, my God. if he had five minutes in, in, at a at a dinner one night, the horrendous things that Shooter McGavin talk would say about, about a mental a mental matchup. Shooter's winning this war words. Well, is is Ricky Bobby too dumb to get into the mind games? I think Shooter could hurt his like feelings if, quite if, easily. If, if Shooter if Shooter hit him with the one that he got happy with, he said like we have the meeting at the hole in the middle of the night or whatever. Ricky Bobby would come back the next day and say, Shooter, I think you sent me to the wrong hole. They put the sprinklers on. It's a fair point. You know, like I <laughs> think in sequel, I actually. think he's too, like Shooter's living up here, but Ricky's Ricky's living so far down here that I don't know if the gut mind. I think Shooter could like. adjust. He could get, he could dumb it down a bit. I don't know. I think pure shot making has got to win Shooter this one, but we know he's got all the shots. He does. But he eats pieces of shit for breakfast. That's true. That, that one would have worked. <laughs> that one would have worked on Ricky Bobby. Anyway. He's moving on, I think, unless there's any objections at all. No. 
No, shoot him again. Straight up hilarious. Quarter finalist. I think this one is going to go a similar way because we've got Benny the Jet Rodriguez, who you all voted for because you love Sandlot and because we, he's, as we said, a multi sport athlete. If you count Luis Mendoza in Mighty Ducks, up against Henry Rowan Gartner, who you only voted for because you hate Lightning McQueen. Yeah, so Rowan Gartner got a cream puff first round matchup, mm-hmm. um, but the dream ends here because the Jets, the Jets killing him. Like this is. I like that we've got two baseball child stars happening here. That's true. Yeah, he's as good as it gets. Mate, Rodriguez is going yard on Rowan Gartner. He's hitting him into the next suburb. That's a great question. Who's winning that? Who's winning that pitching? Who's winning that pitching hitting duel? I don't know. I just told you. It's yeah, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure I agree because Rowan Gartner was striking out like major league athletes with his. He's throwing 100 miles an hour. We we got you guys are being test silly. Him. We need test to him. Test him. That's serious, all I'm saying. Serious serious questions. What would Rowan Gardner do if he lost the ball in a backyard and a, a big scary dog found it? Because I tell you what, he's running. He he's running. running. He's running. Grayson, I was saving that for the next argument when Ben and Jack gets through. We're just talking about him in the sandlot here. He took down Hercules. He took down the biggest thing in the neighborhood. We don't even go there yet. So yeah, this is a walk. Yeah. yeah. No oh, Rowan Gartner, child start, no life experience, probably a head case. Mm. The, the, R- Rodriguez takes this easily. Okay, this one I think is going to be our first spicy round of 16 matchup. I'm actually not sure who I'm voting for yet, but we've got Daniel LaRusso against Randy the Ram Robinson. Would anyone like to put their flag in the sand for either one of these and start us off with a case? I'm standing up. I'm, I'm, I'm planting the flag for the Ram. Okay, tell me why. Because, well... If it's like if it's like a shoot match, I'm back in the I'm back in the ram. Hits Larusso with the ram jam. Miyagi can't save him from that one. But if they wrestle, I don't think Larusso's got the chops. I don't think he can sell anything. I don't think he's any good on the mic. I think the ram does his best to carry him. But I think Larusso is just totally out of his depth here. Like mm. he is the karate kid, but karate for him was a pastime. Wrestling was the ram's life. That's the entire point of the wrestler is that he, like, it was all he had left by the end. You know, LaRusso likes to fight. The Ram needs to fight. And in a matchup between two guys like that, the guy who needs it is always going to do better than the guy who wants it. You know, so Miyagi might try and pull some of his tricks or whatever, but, yeah, the Ram the Ram is immune to anything LaRusso can do to him. I think he cruises through here. Neil? Yeah, LaRusso's soft. Reading the Ram's the man. Well, I can't, I can't believe that this is going to be so comfortable. I, I know who the wrestler is going to vote for. Yeah, like I'm, I'm honest though, and that Campo, that was a very compelling argument. I don't, I, you've really like sold sold him big time here. But this is where you have to bring in the the icon that is Daniel Larusso. Hmm. You know, if you if you ask anyone in the street about a particular person, whether it's Randy the Ram or Daniel Larusso, Daniel Larusso is 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 going to be the name people know. And Randy the Ram. Does he own a car dealership? No. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He works at a deli in a supermarket sliced and meats. It's true. That's Deliberately tough. Deliberately sliced and meats. And again, net, net worth rise. Net, when it comes to net worth, LaRusso's washing him. But also, I would say that the argument isn't, it's not necessarily like who would win if they were in, in, in fictionalized up against each other in, in a fight. It's it's who's the better character. And the Karate Kid and Daniel LaRusso has been like, the, like a, in, like, you know, ingrained in pop culture for decades now and it's just had a resurgence with cobra kai and going back to what grayson said on the first episode he, he's shown the depth of his character where in 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 the karate kid films he's the good guy but then in cobra kai we see him become a bit of a dick a bit of a villain he can do it all he can he can be the baby face and the heel you don't think the ram can turn heel if he has to i'm sure he can but Come i've on, seen mate. larusso the ram, do it the ram can the ram can do it all 
when the when the when the ram when the ram fought the ayatollah, he had them eating out of the palm of his hand, bro. That's true. Well, the yeah. ram in real life is just a heel, right? He's a broken man, broken family. Mm. I mean, he gets to hang out with Mister Tomei. So that's a big, that's a big him. tick. That's a big tick, as far as I'm but concerned. It, his life is living the hill because he can't adapt to the world outside. The depth of his character far beyond what Daniel Larusso can do as yeah. the Karate Kid. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think Larusso's in big trouble here. We're not in Hill Valley anymore, son. All right. I understand the iconic Karate Kid, the franchise, and you know of that era. Kids loved it, but I think it's a tough matchup because I just love what the wrestler does in its you, style. You got to remember as well, like the franchise continued on without Larusso. What with that the Hillary Swank one? Yes, it's, have you seen it? It's it's, not, it's very it, bad. It kept going without him, didn't it? Okay. Well, I guess. And he's not even the main yeah. character in. Cobra they made forty three Jaws movies too. I the, guess the, the karate, Jaws the isn't karate, a good movie anymore. The Karate anymore. Kid universe moved beyond Larusso. They knew they didn't need him anymore. This bracket doesn't need him. Yes, anymore and famously, either. there's been no other intellectual properties about wrestling besides the movie the wrestler and more about randy the ram i guess anyway i'm voting for daniel larusso campo's voting for randy the ram we'll start with you grayson oh campo you you've you've really done a number on me but i'm I'm gonna say larusso as an iconic sports character i'm putting larusso and neil look i i do agree that the karate kid is iconic everyone knows the karate kid but in this argument of a great character, Rena Ram gets me the win. All right, so we're going to have to go to the, the spreadsheet. Tiebreaker. And our three handsome boys have all combined their scores, and one of them had the Ram hire, but the other two had oh! Daniel LaRusso. Fuck. Yeah, so on Russia. he goes. On he goes. Well, the Ram's going out on his back. That's what he would have wanted. That's, that's true. That's exactly <laughs> he's right. Putting La, he's putting Larusso over. That's what. That's what it's all about. That's why he's a consummate pro. And it doesn't get any easier with our next round of sixteen matchup with Joe Coop Cooper from basketball up against Stephen Willie Beeman. Neil, this was your number one seed. Make the case for Stephen Willie. We want to talk about icons. It's Stephen Willie Beeman. Hey, we like Coop. We like basketball. That's a bit of fun, but. As far as iconic sports movie goes, with its main character, one of the best characters in the history of sports cinema, with Stephen Miller Beeman. I got one word for you. Mm-hmm. Rings. Oh. Rings. <laughs> yeah. Beeman doesn't have one. Beeman doesn't have Beeman. one. He didn't win one at the Sharks when they make the, the prelim final of the Pantheon Cup. They can't go all the way. I know they have that great win over Dallas, but failed when the heat was on. And like I know Joe Coop Cooper had some tough times, Early in uh, early in his Denslow Cup campaigns, but got it done against Dallas when it mattered most. He took he what he could learned. Barely be successful in a game that he created. He literally made. He won the Denslow Cup. Cup. He won the Denslow Cup, mate. It took him a while. He no. won the Denslow Cup, and in doing so, secured ownership of the entire team. Yeah, you know stakes. what? You know what? Steam and Willie Beeman did. He Moved. ran away to Albuquerque where yeah. it was easy, where it's an expansion team. He can coast for a couple of years, get by on reputation. He's not a winner like Joe Cooper is. This is this is I can't believe we're getting into these the are just mate I am just uh, these are just the results these are the results I haven't made it I, I, I haven't cast has, my vote yet Neil has but Coop I'm got the girls creaming like he does in the song Coop's yeah. going steady with um uh Yasmin no, Yasmin Bleeth yeah mm. Mm. no I just think it's he commit he commits to things Neil something that Steam and Willie Beeman cannot and will not do mate he was overlooked his entire high school and college career. Mate, that, he's come out he's at some point at some point that's got to stop being somebody else's problem win mm. some games willie win when it counts mate he dragged his aging team out of the gutter he had the merc and ella cool j's character who just wanted cash you know right. lawrence taylor the real guy is actually there as shark 
What, Luther Shark Levey? Hmm. Yeah, mate, they're great, great they're names in any case. The team names are terrible. The character names are great. Character names are great. Grayson? I, I want to see, this is what I want to see. I want to see Stephen Willie Beeman to stand there and try and play football while Coops throws incredibly harsh insults at him. Mm. I don't think he could survive. As as uh, as Campos just said, he kind of folds under pressure and I think he would fold under the, the, the insults. Stephen Willie Beeman, uh, uh, a robust but fragile ego. Yeah. We see his confidence get tested while he's still at the Sharks. Imagine what Coop's going to do to him. He when could he, when not he... like, we, we talked about Shooter beating Ricky Bobby in a, in a, in a mental warfare. Coop would have yeah. Willie Beeman on What if Coop asks him how to speak San Francisco? What's he, what's Stephen Willie got? What's Stephen Willie got for him? Neil, I think you're in trouble. You got any other hey, arguments? I can't believe we're in trouble here. Let's poll the votes. I'm going Coop because I pick winners. <laughs> it's got to be Coop for me. <laughs> I think it's 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 three in a row for Coop. Oh, wow. the wow. number one That's seed huge. is out. Wow. Um, the champion of the Desmond region is gone. The steam and pile of shit, Willie Beeman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Neil. This is wild, but hey, this is what you get. Huh? I can't believe I skipped Bayless, Willie Beeman. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the now, Neil, the most important thing is you can't just spite vote against Campo's characters for the rest <laughs> no, of the game. No, I wouldn't do that. You've spite voted in this one, obviously. How have I spite vote? I watch basketball no, like yeah. I watch basketball oh, always oh, like, every voted. couple of months. Oh, I wait, till, wait, till, wait, till, wait till the fat man hears about this one. I'm not even going to tell him. Mate, <laughs> you can't hang on. Neil, you can't tell me if they if they, if basketball was an Australian film, the fat would have been the Dan Patrick character. He'd have been commentating yeah. on all the games. How how yeah. did he? How was the fat not in a movie at some point? How's he not in well, Footy Legends when Vossi and Matty Johns are in? It? How did well, that how was did, the um, one Grub, we he- about Grub on the first episode from the final winter not days ago, one. guys? When we did the Arndo's character in Footy Legends could be on this bracket easily. <laughs> it's true. Is Where's it, Red Reagan? In my heart. Well, is what's the law behind Red Reagan as a player? Because I remember the character obviously, but obviously he was established on the show once, and then that wasn't spoken about again. So well, he was assessed on Koana. He played, yeah, he played but, hooker up there. I was going to say, if there's one person who knows the law, that's of the why I was looking show, right at him. It's Ken Desmond. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he was a Seth Lagoana. He, he's known for his squirrel grips. Yeah, a, a, a truly different time, the early to mid 2000s. But uh, yeah, moving on. Rocky Balboa against Jesus Shuttlesworth. So we know Neil's voting for Jesus Shuttlesworth. No, I'm not going to spite and vote against Campo. That's not, yeah, yeah. My, that's not my no, go. No, that's fine. I'm very clearly voting for Rocky here. Do Grayson or Neil have a case for Ray Allen before we move forward? I think this is this is, this is is yours, Neil. Sell, sell it to us. Sell it to me. I'm open to spite voting. I love spite voting. <laughs> <laughs> Make me spite vote. So, Rocky, look, it was made up. It was Slice Alone wrote a character, wrote a part for himself, and... He goes through. Look, the first one's good. Movie's long though, Campo. Bit long. He got Nothing game really is longer for the first two and a half hours. He got game is longer. Than if he Rocky. got game is longer, this argument is. It moves. The move, movie moves. Now, Jesus Shuttlesworth, he was the greatest talent of his generation. You know, dad was in jail. You know, mum was gone. He literally carried the hopes of his entire city as an eighteen-year-old. Mm. And Ray Allen wasn't even an actor; was an actual basketball player. Toe to toe, one of the greatest actors of all time in Denzel. And there's deep messaging behind that movie of how you can deal with fame and, you know, being an NBA player and everyone with their hands out, reaching out, trying to hold you back. Jesus carries all of that and he becomes a savior of the film and basketball in Coney Island. 
He's okay. argued it well. He got game is 17 minutes longer than Rocky, by the way. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though, right? So I agree with you that Ray Allen holds up as an actor against Jesus Shuttleworth uh, 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 next to Denzel Washington. But Jesus Shuttleworth does not hold up as a player against Jake Shuttleworth because when they have the, the one-on-one game at the end of the movie, Jake Shuttleworth is leading for a, a period. He gets a couple of buckets on Jesus. Yeah, so if Jesus isn't good enough to 11 Nilly's old man, how the fuck can he take on the world heavyweight champion, Rocky Balboa? No, but we're not we're not ever going head-to-head with these guys. It's Rocky. They're quite literally going head-to-head. Nah, look, Rocky, because, Rocky's Jesus couldn't play. handle his old man. <laughs> How's he going to handle the Italian stallion? It's a great question. Mate, what it is- was an aging Apollo Creed that he ended up. He couldn't get over in the first fight. Beats him in the second. Controversial win against Mr. T. What was controversial about it? Ah, uh, you know, Mr. T was robbed. Mate, he's, he's a hometown hero. He was Neil's tried. It uh, didn't right. go the distance. Uh, uh, all right, we're, we're moving on. Unless Grayson's voting for Jesus Shuttlesworth, <laughs> we, we can move on. No, Rocky's Yeah, good. Neil, you haven't done you haven't done your job there. Uh, you got to think of Rocky there. Yeah. Mate, it's, it's right. hard. Rocky's iconic. Yeah, Rocky would yeah. beat most people out in this bracket. Rocky will beat most people in this bracket. But will he beat the winner of Forrest Gump? And Rod Tidwell. Oh, this is a matchup I want to see. This is a tough one. Yeah, this is a tough one. C- could they? Could they coexist on the same offense? You know what? I think. I, I think they could they because could. I, Gump Gump was more of a return specialist, wasn't mm. he? So he, he's like he's a special team. You don't want him doing anything too complex. They probably could coexist on the same team. What 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 are we thinking? What are the early impressions here? Well, so my thing is, yeah. I like a Showtime athlete. I like yep. a Showtime athlete. I like who's, who's going to go out and celebrate those type of things. Forrest Gump's not going to do that. If Forrest Gump scores a touchdown, he's just going to walk back to the bench. Very boring, like a Matt Bungard-style player. For me, he's not going to get you through the gate. You're not going to turn up to watch him even play ping pong. No one's going to turn up. No to one watch is that guy buying do a that. ticket to see Forrest Gump. Not one person. No. Understandable. Like people he's used to show up. To watch, people either. used to show up. People used to show up and watch Devin Hester back in the day. It's true. Like, is Gump a Devin Hester type? Is that what we're talking about here? But he's, again, he made it in the <laughs> poor Devin Hester, if you he ever hears this podcast. Yeah. He's a big fan, actually. He's actually a patron. Yeah. yeah. Gump, Gump, as a college kick returner, punt returner, sure. He, he wouldn't translate to the NFL. Not yeah, in that Yeah, I don't, think he could, I don't think he can grasp the schemes that they've got in the pros. Unless you start then going, okay, as a ping pong guy, I mean, I'm not a huge ping pong background. Uh, Bungard, I assume you are. Um, yeah, in the world of table tennis, how where does he run? Where does he rank? How you know, much copper absolute pelters here? I've Most heard he I've heard he doesn't. You know about sport, mate. I assume you know about ping pong is not history. a sport. And the, only, the only time I ever hear of like table tennis is like occasionally around the Olympics or something. Remember when the, when we had Meow Meow playing in the yeah, Olympics? Yeah, I do remember that actually. But that's about all we got. Or when and like a a sick, a, a, a sick rally goes viral. And you see it on like yeah. social media. And it's like yeah. a, two dudes doing like a thousand. Shots. I, you That's know the what? I, th- I I think I think I've heard enough. I like mm. Gump. Love what he did at Bama. You know, roll tide. Mm. But I don't really care about ultra marathoning, and I don't really care about but ping you know, pong. Campo, and Tidwell's, 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 Tidwell's playing on Tidwell's playing on Sundays, so he gets my yeah. vote. Yeah. And then yeah, but Bungo, you just mentioned these crazy rallies. Gump wasn't that. He was no. a stock standard back at yeah. He's yeah. not going to do anything. Make them make a mistake. Yeah. Outlast him. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think Grayson's argued this very well. And I think we're all on board. All did well. All the way. Good. Show me the money. Absolutely. Okay. We're moving you on. You're gump. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on. We've got Fulton Reed against Shane Falco. Campo. I, fool's errand here. I know I'm not going to spin any of you, but <laughs> I maintain, I maintain that Fulton Reed is just one cog in a larger machine. Mm. Falco's playing the most important position 
in sport, any sport. Falco is a hero. Fulton Reed is a follower. And whoa, I choose, whoa, whoa. I choose, I choose leaders. So I'm going footsteps, Falco again. Are you talking about the hitman of the team? Fulton the enforcer. Reed, the Fear, the enforcer. Yeah. That's a very important role. He goes in against Iceland full of monsters and he holds his own. Not only that, he's probably bigger and stronger than all of them. Where's uh, his birth I, certificate? I he yeah. He's got a baptism certificate, not a birth certificate. Oh, are you doing this he's now? He's juicing. He shouldn't, right. be, he shouldn't be allowed to play in the Goodwill games. Mate, he's, clearly, he's clearly 20 years old you, already. You, whatever Goodwill Ridiculous. you had two minutes Ridiculous. ago is gone. I'll tell you that much for free. And Grayson's right. Criminal. The first thing, the th- like, I don't know anything about ice hockey, but all I know is every team has to have a goon. You need a goon to knock everyone into shape to keep the other team in line. And Fulton Reed, the best to have a goon, some would say. And you love gooning, Nick. Slap shot at I a do gooning. love gooning, that's true. At a junior level, he's got the best slap shot we've ever seen. Yeah. At a junior level. Do it I against men, you piece of shit. Also a good bloke. Yeah. Did you see how he broke his heart when his coach went on an ice cream date with the uh, the assistant coach of the yeah. Iceland team? Filthy. A heart eat nice, of gold. Eat ice cream with the enemy, huh, coach? <laughs> that is a that's that leadership is a, that right is, there, Cambo. No, that, that's a boy who doesn't understand how the world works. No, but also well, his coach uh, is trying to get some. He's, he's just finished gr- tooling his best he's, mate's mum, and he's now got, he's going for the assistant coach. Yeah. He's got to grow up sometime. And also, when in D three, when when Charlie quits the team, who's the only one that goes with him? Fulton. He's got his back. That's Fulton a good brother. Reed, Fulton Reed could never own a houseboat. Never. Oh, I'm it's sure he could. He's 100% going to be doing a houseboat. He, he, yeah, all the lakes are frozen in Minnesota, so that's not fair. <laughs> I'm going Fulton Reed here. Yeah, I know Fulton Reed's winning. I, was just I know, kidding. and I know that my Bash brothers are with me. So, away <laughs> right, we am go. Am I Kenny Wu? Yeah. <laughs> no, Bungard, Bungard, you are the definition of Averman, mate. You can't oh, be out. Oh, Look at the glasses. Oh. He has Averman glasses on right now. It's true, That's but true. he shouldn't say it. Averman, Averman, <laughs> scored a lot of goals, so I'll take it. That's fine. Yeah, Who's but he, they carried him to the Goodwill Games. He never should. No, have he was that there. Score. No, he when when Grayson, me, and our friend Peter did our Mighty Ducks draft a couple of years ago during COVID. Averman got picked, underrated, and you said that at the time. So thank you. I appreciate the compliment that you just gave. You, you're welcome. If, if you're happy with that compliment, <laughs> yep. mate, you're having a tough time. <laughs> Well, mate, it, it like on a scale of things that you've said to me in our lifetimes, that's towards the nice end. So I'll take it. That is a good point. Okay. In the words of Tim Riggins Campo, I'm going for 44, Fulton Reed. Yeah, very nice. All right. And the final matchup of the round of 16. I love Major League. I love Ricky the Wild Thing Born, but he's up against Bobby Boucher. Is anyone going to try to mount a challenge here? The, this is the this is the classic thing. I think the Wild Thing would have had a couple of good years in the majors, you know, a cult hero in his city. Boucher, an icon of, of of college football, you know, like he's not buying he's not buying a bottle of water in his town as long as he lives, you know. Well, he crossed his own; he would never buy that anyway. Hood legend Bobby Boucher, he's in wild thing. Wild thing, he's out, mate. I never really bought that he pitched with any control either. I think he just got got lucky for a while there. Doesn't have the gumption to be like Sean Tate and never really get that control. So. Yeah, I'm Boucher all the way. Yep, I, I think we're we're waving Boucher through oh, without uh, any fuss. Put him through. Bang. Okay, we're back to the top <sighs> of the bracket. Catch your breath, mate. The quarterfinals. The Elite Eight, some are saying. And first up, Shooter McGavin against Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Oh, no. No, it's hard. It's tough, man. It's hard. There are no easy... It's two blokes from like the opposite. This is classic hero villain stuff, man. Yeah, like, this, this is... They, they don't get any easier from this point. I got the bracket in front of me right now, and I can tell you that much for free. But this is McGavin's toughest test so far, and there'll be tougher tests to come. And someone might knock him off his perch, but I don't think it can be 
Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Sandlot is a great movie, and he is the hero of that movie. He's the best player on the team. But again, this is Shooter's Tour. And this is a guy, a, an actor, Christopher McDonald, who's defined by this character 25 years later. A character so good that people still demand a sequel all these years later. A character so good that the, the, the fake Twitter account for him has like a million followers. Everyone loves Happy Gilmore. Everyone knows that Shooter McGavin is one of the most irredeemable assholes in sports movie history. An incredible, like an incredible character and an easy vote here for me. What do we love about Shooter, right? We love the lines and we love the quotes and, you know, we love the acting and all that. But for us to truly love Shooter, for the Shooter story to be complete, he has to lose. Mm. He has to lose. Shooter cannot win. It might be Shooter's time. It might be Shooter's tournament. It might be Shooter's tour. But if the story ends with Shooter winning, then that is a story that people will reject. Green jacket, gold jacket, who gives a shit? Exactly. And I think the time has come for Shooter to fall. This is outrageous. I think I, I, th- I think this is it. I think the time has come. You the could- story cannot end. With Shooter getting any glory, you whatsoever. were saving. I mean, that's the, the only quarter. way. Yeah, you that's were the only way the character works. I assumed you were sitting on tragedy. this. Okay, that's fine. I assumed you were sitting on this new to use later when he inevitably plays Rocky in the final because you've you've really gone early here, my friend. Not that you're not used to that, mate. I'm I'm worried about honestly. I'm worried about fucking Rocky getting past Fulton Reed because I got the well, Mighty Duck trio in front of me. Anyway, <laughs> like, <laughs> ducks fly together, baby. But look, I take your point. But the, this is not about this. This tournament isn't to try and. It's like we're giving a trophy and a medal to the winner. And Shooter McGavin is, in my opinion, the best character. And there's no way you can credibly argue that Benny the Jet Rodriguez, as much as I love Sandlot, is anywhere near Shooter's League in terms of the resonance of the character, the quotability, the the, the durability. In terms of like decades later, people still talk about Happy Gilmore and Shooter McGavin. And for me, this is an absolute slam dunk. And I'm shocked you've played your trump card here. For the shooter really story am. to end properly. He when does it end? When does shooter it end? can't win. Shooter when, can't win. When does it end, Nick? The shooter story. When, in the whenever movie. whenever, whenever no. three of us are brave enough to decide. The shooter McGavin story ends on the last hole of the big championship tournament. It doesn't end in the quarterfinals. It's not like he, the, the shooter McGavin story doesn't end at the Omaha Classic halfway through the tour, which is what you're trying to do right now. But then if, I he, will does get through the, if, we, if he does get through to the final and there's no tension, there's no drama in the final. Well, I got. Well, I don't I, think. I don't will... think, mate. Honestly, I don't think Shooter's got it in him. I don't think he's got the discipline. This I think is... Benny the Jet Rodriguez, the people's champ, someone who inspires the people around him. He turned Smalls from like king of the goobers into a serviceable. It's not outfielder. about that. It's not about that. The kind it's about of is, the mate. better he's a le- character. He's a leader of men. And Shooter McGavin is the better. You keep character. telling me that's not what this bar- bracket is about. That's not what this bracket is about. Mm. This bracket is about winning, mate. And the Jets are winner and Shooter's not. Shooter is a winner. He's won. Then why does he lose? He loses then one tournament. He He's won everything else. Doesn't win the jacket, mate. Neil. And that's really what counts. So growing up, being the Jet, he just epitomized everything you want in a sports movie lead character, right? He's this hero that you can relate to. Everyone wanted to be mates with Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Everyone wanted one of those in their life if you couldn't be him yourself, right? He was just this golden guy who took Smalls in, which I love, was a heart and soul of wherever that fuck that town was in mm-hmm. Bumfuck Sandlot. Took on Hercules, the only thing that, you know, the only kid that could ever do it, and then they could get to play forever because there was that many baseballs under the house. And Mufasa lived inside. And he outrun the dog. He made it to the pros. He was everything you wanted. And I love that he's also Luis Mendoza because apparently we're all my Ducks guys here. Do love that he's Luis Mendoza. Do love that. Yeah. But as I've grown, as I've gotten older, there is this iconic villain that you can quote every single time and you just walk around. I play a little bit of shit golf. 
the amount of times I get the shooter every time you make a shot. But <laughs> it's there. I don't walk around. I mean, now and then I, I like to put the chucks on and pretend they're PF flyers and I run around some bases and then I can run a little bit quicker. If I do a 40 yard dash and PF flyers, it might be sub 10. You never know. Yeah, there's but, a question. What's, what's, what's Benny's iconic line, Camper? There's a question hey, for you. He's a man of action. So he doesn't even have one. Great. Fantastic. Bunker, I don't think he needs an iconic line. No, but what's he's, the... a, he's a great character and he's a kid that you you want and he's the greatest. And, you know, the Jet steals home. That's a good That's one. That's great. Hey, the, Benny the Jet is a worthy quarterfinalist in this He bracket. made a pair of flyers. Put them on the map, pair of flyers. So, Grace, if you all pair of flyers in a ring, fuck me, no one's touching you. But Shooter is as good as it gets when it comes to iconic sports characters. I'm going to be a little possibly controversial here because you're talking about character, which I think has, is a great point. Is Benny the Jet a bit of a bland character? Here Ooh, is the reasoning. Okay. Here is the reasoning. Part of the allure of Benny the Jet is that he's this cool, calm, collected. He's somewhat pretty quiet, kind of keeps to himself. He, that, that's his allure is that he's cool. But as a character, he's not very exciting. He's kind of soft-spoken hmm. and that's kind of who he is compared to obviously Shooter McGavin. So as much as I love Benny the Jet, and I think he's a fantastic athlete, as a character, I don't think he could hold a candle you, you, to Shooter McGavin. Hey, I, again, he's a man of action. You didn't think it was exciting when he outran the beast? You didn't think it was exciting when he stole Mate, home? Mate, I own a dog. This 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 thing couldn't catch me, lad. I ain't stressed about that. Like, <laughs> if it was Air Bud, if he outran <laughs> Air Bud, I would be super impressed. You know, the what if he what if he, what if he what if he hits a grand slam off Air Bud? What, what, if, if, in, what if what if in seventh inning fetch Benny the Jet stole home against Air Bud? There you go. I'm then I'm voting for Benny the Jet, but, but that didn't he hasn't happen. Done that against a- anyone, so I'm, I'm, I've got to go shooter. Well, uh, fa- no, nah, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. I knew I was coming. Like Shooter McGavin's obviously a fucking on the war path here. Yeah. So I totally get it. Just wanted to plead the case. That's fair enough. Okay, Shooter, our first semi-finalist. And joining him, we're either going to have the Karate Kid Daniel LaRusso or Joe Coop Cooper. Do you really think Daniel LaRusso's fragile self-esteem could handle a Joe Cooper psych out? I don't, but Not I a do. Chance. I, Not how, a chance. I think the crane kick could work in basketball. Oh, hold I can, on. I can, see, I can see Coop copping one in the face and doing the, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. I, I, can see see him, I could see him crane kicking Coop and then draining the shot or just kicking the ball indirectly. No, nah, LaRusso doesn't have a jumper. No, he kicks it in. No, nah, no. Nah. He, he's like pushing it off his chest. Like people that have never shot a basketball before. Nah, like I like, him up. No friends. He has no friends. Oh, no, no friends. Is no friends. Okay, I don't know why it's become who would win at basketball between the basketball guy and the karate guy, but here we are. Um, well, if like say it's the other way, and Cooper takes on Larusso in karate. Well, Larusso's a child. Coop's a grown man. <laughs> true. I mean, that is a fair point, but again, th- th- this, where it gets hard for me here is the legacy of the Karate Kid. You and keep the going character. on about legacy and popular votes and all that. They sort matter of shit, because mate. that stuff matters for what we're talking about. We can't like other. Bungard, you just folding yourself because last round you voted for Coop because it's a movie that you like to watch over and over and over. Again. I didn't say I was voting Daniel Russo. I was midpoint when no, I no, was but, but you're making... interrupted. You voted for Coop based on the point that you're making yeah. for LaRusso. So mm. where are we going the, here? The popular vote does not matter. If it did, we wouldn't have the four of us on the show doing this. We'd run campaigns and try and get high voter turnout, bro. This is an electoral college situation. Yeah. 
Like legacy does not matter as much. Legacy to me. has to matter. It has to matter. Not as much. Not as much as it seems to you. It seems to be the yeah, defining because it's aspect important. of all your for your matchups. It's not mate. the only thing that matters, but it's important how much cultural resonance a movie or a TV show has decades from when it's released. Your whole hang on your entire argument for your number one seed, Rocky Balboa, from the start has been that it's influenced every sports movie that's come after it. Is that not cultural resonance? It's funny how things are different when they're different. Oh, so it's different when you say it once again, as always. No, it's different. It's different yeah, when yeah. it's different movies. Oh, right. So it, it yeah. So it's different you know when what, you're you know using something hammer, to make you know your point. You know what the hammer point. blow here is? Yeah. Daniel Larusso could have grown up to be Squeak. Well, yeah. You know what the dumb thing is? I'm not voting for Daniel Larusso. Then why are you so get? Why are you get so fired up? Because we're discussing the two people in this fictional matchup of athletes, and we well, can't just sit here and go, looks, "Well, looks, wave one through," because that's it looks boring. Like, it looks like there's only one winner. Grayson. I can't believe you just said that, Bungard. I can't believe you're going Coops over LaRusso. I would love to see Coops say some really horrendous things about Mr. Miyagi, though. Mm. Can you imagine, like, him on the side watching as he as he jokes about wax on, wax like off? A like a city walk like accent? Seven. Oh, God. Jesus <laughs> you gotta, Christ. you got to remember as well that if it's if it's <laughs> basketball, it's 90s rules. Mm. So it just opens up a whole... It opens up a really whole... stuff. From the creators yeah, of South Park, genre of really good can bring in. Because here's my question. Mm-hmm. Let's say we have a hundred people walk past you. How many know Coop by name? Very few. Like, would you get one? Would you maybe, get one? You get, maybe. How many? How many know the name Daniel Larusso compared to how More many know one. the name the Karate Kid? Well, that, that's fine. He is the Karate Ooh. Kid, though. No, he's carried. He's he, he's a he's a systems player. He is the he's Karate a system, Kid. Yeah, he. But the movie's called the Karate Kid. It's not called the Daniel Larusso story, is it? He is the Karate Kid. Nah, though. because oh, there was there was, was other Karate Kids, wasn't there? Mm, no, but he's yeah, the we're... Karate. Hold on, I thought we were. Is this not Jaden Smith? I thought I was voting for Jaden Smith. <laughs> 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 no, Campo, that argument sucks. It's yeah. Daniel Larusso is the Karate Kid. <laughs> I'm voting for Daniel Larusso. Fuck you, Campo. You what? turned your back on your boy Cooper. No, I, I mean I'm, I might I might already have the tiebreaker in front of me, so it might not matter. Joe Cooper, Neil. Uh, wait, which way is Gracing going? Just, just asking. <laughs> I, LaRusso, LaRusso. Well, I'm filthy that um you voted Stephen Willie Beam out for Joe Cooper. So it's the Karate Kid, baby. Spite vote. Bang. Spite vote. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has to be. Look, I love basketball. Watch it all the time. But this is, we're trying to find out the best sports movie character. I can't believe you turned your back on the beers, man. Yeah. You know who, yeah. What well, a thing to happen on Dozen <laughs> Egg Night. Yeah. Well, here we are. I love the Milwaukee beers. But- Obviously not. Mm. You love the Hill Valley Karate Tournament more. You value that more than a Denslow Cup. I didn't say any of that. You, I did, just mate, used... you, you didn't have to. You said Dude, it. You vote. know what, Swayed me? Your, your argument of he's not the Karate Kid was so bad that it no, made he, me no, change he... my vote because it didn't make any sense. No, 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 no. I'm saying he, I'm saying LaRusso is a systems player. Mm. I'm saying you could you could put a lot of different athletes in there and then they yeah. would become the Karate Kid. Yeah. Trey Parker's character is not called John Basketball. By the way, Maybe he should have been. Maybe then he might have won. Rocky Balboa against Rod Tidwell. I feel like I've made a lot of enemies in this draft, and well, I feel like it's going to come back to through your character, right here. Okay, so here's the case against Rod Tidwell, right? So yeah. Jerry Maguire says that Tidwell had 1550 yards and 110 catches the season before, right? Very respectable numbers, especially for that time. Why doesn't he mention the touchdowns? You know why he doesn't mention the touchdowns? Because mm. it oh, must be no. a comically low number. Not a red zone threat, you're saying? Not a red zone threat. Not a big play guy. Mm. You know, we know he doesn't like going over the middle because the whole movie about it is how he's soft and he doesn't do that, right? And if you look at the numbers for receivers in 1995, Rod Tidwell would be, only be the sixth most productive receiver in the league. I like that you did your research. I know, right? So 
I don't know how you can go Tidwell over Balboa, a multiple time heavyweight champion of the world. When yeah. Tidwell was never even the best player in his own sport. I like that you did your research, and I don't. I don't even know if you needed to because I'm I'm Team Rocky here. I think this is. But awesome. are we talking about the the X's and O's, the stats and numbers? Is mm-hmm. it? We're talking about quotability. We're talking about remembered. Remembered. Yeah, have you got Have you got Rocky's Have you got Rocky's Compu score for his fight against Ivan Drago? <laughs> Bring up Rocky's Rock box Tidwell rate is, page. Yeah, show exactly. me the money, the qualm, all that kind of gear. Yeah, and he obviously took home best supporting Oscar for that performance in that role. Which no, no, is... Rocky won best picture. Tough, really shit Oscar's class, mate. Just... <laughs> 1976, like an awful year for me. Yeah, famously. <laughs> it's I, I went back and looked at this, by the way. It's actually like, I know Campo's being facetious, but like, it's a phenomenal year for movies, 1976. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking Rocky here. Grayson? I, I prefer Sylvester Stallone's earlier work before Rocky, but uh, I think you've got to go Rocky just for longevity too. Think about now with the Creed movies too, how long his career was. Let's be real. How long, How many more seasons did Tidwell have? I'm, I'm going to guess not many. He, he got sat halfway through that deal, I reckon. Card, the, card, the cards are trading. They can't. Yeah, he got waived. He was on the practice squad at the LA Rams for a couple of weeks. And then that was it. And and then he went to the, the XFL. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> He was definitely XFL. You know what? Tidwell 100% ended up in the XFL. Teammates with he hate me. Exactly right. I think Rocky's through then. We're all, we're all with that. Rocky's into the semifinals and our last semifinals will either be Fulton Reed, Bobby Boucher. Oh, this is this is the worst. This, this is, is a, like having my uh, two kids fighting each other. Yeah. This, is a, this is a physical matchup. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is what I want. I think it has to be on ice because you have to give Fulton some advantage because he mm-hmm. he's a bit younger. Can you imagine them just skating as hard as possible does, at one another? Does the water boy fear ice? I was going to say, like, how does ice impact Boucher? Does he understand that that's still water? It's just frozen. My mama said ice is, ice is from the devil. Yeah, that's probably what he'd say. It's a good mm. point. Um, can, can Boucher do it off the bayou? Can he go up to Minnesota and do it? Conversely, can Fulton Reed come down to the swamps and do it? It would be pretty hard to play ice hockey in a swamp, Nick. It would be difficult. It's humid yeah. for Fulton Reed as well. It doesn't like be a bit that. humid. Doesn't yeah, like that. Well, he went, how did he go in the when they played the street hockey in that scene? Did he have a did he have much to do? He scores a banger. Back yeah. This is the sort of matchup where if it was an actual physical contest, the next round, whoever won this would lose because they'd be too beaten up. Yeah. You know, like this doesn't have a winner, it has a survivor. I love the Mighty Ducks. I love Fulton Reed, but I'm going Boucher. And it, 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 it's it's as Matt said, this is this is the toughest one to choose so far, I think. But whilst I love Fulton Reed, and there's so many, and I, I, there's so many great characters in that movie as an athlete and as a character, Boucher is so iconic. Like it's so over the top the, the numbers that he puts up. If you want to, if you want to make that argument as well, the 16 sacks in a game wins the Heisman in every hypothetical season that ever was. Could he have made it in the majors? I don't know. Could he have? Coexisted in an NFL team environment remains to be seen, but working in the confines of what we got, Waterboy, fun movie, Bobby Boucher, absolutely dominant athlete, and Neil's wearing the jersey right now. It looks pretty schmick. So and give Sandler a run, who's had some pretty good performances. Three of note that we mentioned, mm. he's in there. Fulton did well to be the best Miami Dark and go this far, but he admitted in the third one. Doesn't know if he's going to play hockey for the rest of his life, you know. Has a pair of Dean Portman. Boucher just does it all his own. Have you seen the fucking team he plays on? That's fair. Grayson? That's a great point, Neil. The Bash brother, which means there has to be another. Mm. Big Boucher Bash, the Bash man. Mm. Yeah, Boucher doing it on his own. I think he, he's got to go through, which 
which makes me really sad. We I thought we could get a mighty duck in the semis, but no luck. And he normalizes making weird noises while you play. That's, That's become true. like um, I've listened to like Grayson wrestle. <laughs> weird make, shit. It was actually it. Neil, do you remember that time? Um what's it called? I think you slept over my house. You're in the spare room and I heard very similar noises coming out of the spare room. I've never actually asked you about it till this moment. I thought this was the best time to bring it up. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're into the semi-finals, boys. We're so big close four. now. The big four, the final four, three one seeds, and in true underdog fashion, the Karate Kid has made it all the way to the semis to take on Shooter McGavin. I'll start us off in a fairy tale run for Larusso so far, but I think it has to end here. It has to end here because of all the things that we've talked about in every previous round. It has to end here because Shooter McGavin is the greatest character in sports movie history. It has to end here because. Whilst Daniel LaRusso is great, there was a spirited discussion at the start of this as whether we would even have him here over Johnny Lawrence in the first place. We benched Sandler. We benched Happy himself because that's how good Shooter McGavin is. And when I suggested that all those months ago and we made this bracket, no one batted an eyelid. No one said, hey, we should have Happy instead of Shooter. That's how good Shooter McGavin is. And he has to advance here. What about Shooter going into the final on the back of beating two children? That's classic Shooter too. (laughs) (laughs) Shooter would definitely be that guy who would, play a little bit too hard on like Christmas Day against the kids. Yeah. He'd be bowling some heat. He's got the 10 set run up. Instead of rolling the off, he's, he's coming in hard, shortening up the kids. He is. Yeah. Gets it gets a little bit too physical at uh, at touch footy in the summer. Absolutely. Yeah, two-hand touch. Be laying some laying some kids out. Um, what about I wanna we could save this one, but what if there is a Cobra Kai like spin-off? Instead of a happy Gilmore, it's called Shooter. It's a series on Netflix that shows the other side of Shooter McGavin. What's Maybe he's does not he have it? Does he have another side? Or well, I just I want to I want to know his origin story. I want to see want to follow him on the way up when he's what made it. him the way he is. Do you yeah. think Shooter is his Christian name? I want it to be. <laughs> Surely <laughs> that's not that crazy sporting names out there. So maybe it is. If it's not, then that would upset me a little bit. But I never really thought about it because yeah, that's true. You never you never find you never says any other name or like a any of the checks or anything, right? So, but yeah, yeah. look, C- Cinderella run for Larusso. Some questionable officiating in his quarterfinal victory, but we'll leave oh, that where it lies. It. But yeah, he's out of gas here. This is this is this is shooter easy. Grayson, you were you you were with me on Larusso in the last rounds. What are you saying here? I was, but I think when it gets to here, you forget that like Larusso is a bit of a loser. Like, <laughs> like realistically, like does any of us want to hang out with Larusso? Mm. I no. would love to have a beer with Shooter McGavin. That's very I true. Think That's of a great yeah. point. Yeah. A beer with L- would you meet Shooter at the ninth hole at nine? I sure would. Uh, and I'd probably fall for it as well. But yeah, LaRusso's got to go. What a flop. Yep. All right. I think Shooter's through to the final. Shooter's in the big one. Fantastic. And awaiting him will either be Rocky Balboa or Bobby Boucher. Nick, you could be in a bit of trouble here. Why don't you make your case for your boy? Well, I've made the case over and over. Like Boucher, obviously wonderful athlete, right? Heisman Trophy winner, all that. But we know he can't cut it in the pros. Mm. We know that we, we saw him hit his ceiling. In the in in the water boy, we know he doesn't have an extra gear to go to, and Rocky just keeps doing it again and again and again. He wins the world heavyweight championship. He defends it ten times. He gets it back off Clubber Lang. He ends the Cold War by punching Drago. He knocks out a bloke twenty years younger than him on the street, and then he trains the next world heavyweight champion in Adonis Donny Creed. You know, there's just there's more depth. There's more depth to Rocky. Rocky He's got more strings. He lose points for that. Well, he, 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 it's not a great movie, but he beats up Tommy Gunn. So that's something. Rock, he's just got more string to his bow. He's got more to his game. Boucher, terrific, but one-dimensional. 
one-dimensional. We all know it, right? He loves water and he loves sacking blokes on the field. That's great. But from a champion, from a finalist, I need more. I need more. And Rocky provides it. Grayson, you look very annoyed. Well, Campo, you seem, I, I know you a little bit. You seem like the type of guy who would love someone who just drinks water and sacks blokes. Like what else, what else do you want to do in life than have, have a few cold, cold waters and sack some blokes. That's true. If he was called the beer boy, Campo would have voted for him. Oh yeah, he would have got. <laughs> but I think you have to think later in life, he became the beer boy. There's no way dating that girl that he's not been turned to drink. I, 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 I don't think Bobby Boucher should be allowed to consume alcohol. I think for the good of the community. Yeah. Vicky Valley. Yeah, that can't end well. Yeah, that's no good. That's no good. Like he's the king of the Bobby swamp, right? He's the prince of the bayou. Than... That's great, but I think I've, 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 I think Rocky takes it. Not hey, easy, but I think Rocky sucks. gets it. His misses is a bit of a drag, whereas Bobby Boucher's misses really brings him home. Vicky Valcourt's cool. She tries to stab that guy, gets arrested. Yeah, awesome. yeah no, that's she, true. That's true. I can she see actually that. um showed me her boobies, and I, I like them too. That's that's true. That's mm. very they got true. married and drove off on a hovercraft. Did Rocky ever owned a hovercraft? No, but he owned a robot. Like if Bobby, if Bobby Boucher had like, you know, uh, ended, ended the Korean war or something like that, then I'd give him the boost. But like Rocky's got it. He's got it in the ring. He's got it geopolitically. He's got him covered, man. There's no Bobby Boucher statue down in uh, where are they are uh, in, in where Louisiana. Are they down there? Yeah, in Louisiana on the bayou. There's, there's no, there's no like Bobby Boucher water tank that everyone drinks out of. You know, That's like true. Well, there should be actually like the. Yeah, they're absolute, they're abs- We've had a lot of good giant. ideas on the show. That might be the best one. Yeah, there's a fictional statue of him, like fictional character, the real statue of a fictional character in Philadelphia. That is true. That that does hold some water. <laughs> so we did there. Oh, oh, Balboa was going through. I think. Yeah, Balboa was in the big one. The title fight. And here we are at the final. Shooter McGavin, the greatest movie yeah, villain of all. You use your line about Shooter losing here, so maybe yeah. you don't get a go. Grayson, sorry, mate, I was over-hosting. Yep, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, Neil, this is our show, so we're going to start talking about it. Neil, tell me about Shooter McGavin. Why is Shooter McGavin the best character of all time? If I yell louder, was my point come across? Yes, yes, it yes. does. Huh? Yelling that's louder is encouraged. All right, let's do this. Let's just argue with each other for 40 minutes, Grayson. To be fair, it's not hard with you. I don't know. Is that because we have different views on life? And is that, I don't really know. I think he was Mostly calling you dumb. I, yeah. Yeah, I was. And the fact that yeah. you didn't get it kind of proved his point. <laughs> Good shit. Uh, can, can I make a point? And I sat on this for a while because I knew that I would need it in the final when Shooter McGavin inevitably came up against Rocky Balboa. There are a thousand Rocky movies. I'm not going to sit here and talk to you about Rockies 2 through 7, Adrian's Revenge, and all the Creed movies and all that stuff. I'm here to talk about Rocky 1. And it was a fantastic movie. But it's also unbelievable that a guy in his condition would go 15 rounds with the world champion. It just wouldn't happen. And I feel like it's not even earned that much. There's like a five-minute montage where he runs up some steps, and then that's it. And suddenly this guy who chain smokes and is a standover man for a gangster is suddenly fit enough and strong enough to go 15 rounds with the greatest boxer in the world. Rocky was inspired by a true story. A guy named Chuck Webner fought Muhammad Ali. And he was the exact same. He was a standover man. He smoked all the time and he went the distance with the greatest. He that's went the what, distance. Okay. That's what, that's what inspired, that's what inspired oh. the Rocky story. It's what inspired Cause he, Stallone. Cause he, cause he got, cause he got to the end, right? He, I think he got knocked out like 30 seconds from the end. Cause it oh. cuts. Oh, so he didn't get to the end. His nickname was the Bayon Bleeder. Did he get to the end or not? He went the distance. It, it says he metaphorically. Lost by, it says he lost by TKO here. So yeah, because of the cuts. Anyway, and the other point I was going to make before I was interrupted was that whilst the movie is great and the Rocky franchise as a whole, I'm sure is great. I've only seen the first one. Stallone's character itself is like 
he's not that compelling as an actor, as a performance. I'm not that engrossed in the Rocky story up until the fight scenes at the end. And that has to matter as well. And on top of that, what is the what's the entire point of the film? Is that he goes the distance and he gets to the end and he loses. So what more fitting end could we have than Rocky Balboa getting to the end of this bracket and losing to the all-American silver-tongued hero, Shooter McGavin? You you have played yourself here because no, because like Rocky exists beyond the realms of Rocky one. Mm-hmm. Like you've only seen the one movie, you know? And like you say, it's not a compelling, it's not a compelling thing. When he sits down at the promoter and the promoter offers him the fight and he says no, cause he doesn't think he can do it. That wasn't compelling. Or when he's talking to Adrian the night Didn't before the fight and he, and he admits, he goes, I don't think I can do this. No mm-hmm. one's ever gone the distance with Creed. I just want to do it. I just want to go out there and do my best. So I'm just not another bum from the neighborhood. Yeah. That wasn't compelling to you. I didn't say it wasn't compelling at all, but I just think that the character is not as good as the movie was as a whole. His whole life was a million to one shot. Mm -hmm. And it's like I said before, for the Shooter McGavin story to end, he has to lose. Shooter cannot win. Well, that's the case. Otherwise, otherwise it all falls apart. Shooter doesn't win his own movie. Mm. How can he win this bracket? They neither of them win their own movie, Nick. So that point doesn't really matter. There are there Let's... are there are literally nearly ten movies after Rocky One where Rocky wins. He, so he beats wins, Apollo. He, he beats wins Apollo some of them, the but rematch. then he loses some of the he other ones. He beats Apollo right? in the rematch, dude. Okay, so when we do the bracket again in three years' time, he can and win. And he that. doesn't lose to Apollo. It's a split draw. Grayson, which way are you leaning here? Yeah, I was trying to jump in, but you, you the passion out of both of you boys right now is 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 strong, and it's drawing me both ways. But I like to think of myself. Who do I see myself as? Oh, I know where this is going. Do I see myself as Rocky? You know, as you said, Campo, this bum in the streets, got to work really hard just to get an opportunity against the best and ends up losing. I know you, you know all about that. Or do I see myself as this guy who is just so naturally talented that it's almost a joke. Golf is almost a joke to him. Everything is, is a game and he uses his tongue. He doesn't even need to physically play. He's so talented with his tongue and his vicious insults that he will beat you before you even go onto the course. And that's something I I see myself in. Before I step into the ring, I've already got you beat because I'm going to say horrendous things, horrible things that no one else is willing to say. I actually think that uh, the shooter is the hero of the movie. That's the Grayson Waller effect, baby. Yep. He's the hero of the movie. This poor old so you lady. Think, so you, th- you think Happy Gilmore's a tragedy? <laughs> yes. Not I a comedy. It it's a tragedy. <laughs> so I think it's worth mentioning that like you say, oh, like Bungard saying, oh, Rocky loses in the first one or whatever. Shooter loses the tour to a guy who hadn't played golf a couple of months prior. But what a drive. How good, how good, how oh, good a golfer can he really be? Could hit the ball though, couldn't he? I know, but like, again, like Shooter's been playing his entire life. You know, the, the, the thing that you're talking about, uh, Grayson, that's that's Happy. Happy's the guy that just rolls out of bed, goes to his happy place and hits the shit out of it. Shooter's the one that works hard. Shooter's the grinder. And it's not enough. Mm. It's not no, enough. You, he loses you go to, to a, a rematch. Novice. He loses, go to a rematch. To go to a rematch and tell me who's winning that rematch. Because Happy well, Gilmore I can't because, I can't because there was never a Happy Gilmore 2, was there? Well, there no, were many other sequels to Rocky because he's a more compelling character. People responded to that more than Shooter McGavin. I like the point here that the tragedy of Shooter McGavin, his life was golf until this dude just comes in with this drive, his bad attitude, the disrespect to the great game, you know, didn't care about the fucking jackets. All Shooter lives for is that jacket. Mm. And this guy comes in and literally turns his world upside down like Buzz Lightyear did to Woody. Yeah. Shooter had nowhere to go. Why do you think he acted like a fucking piece of shit? Because he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle the world caving in. 
a the gritty op- sequel to Happy Gilmore where Shooter becomes a heroin user out of depression. For it's just called Shooter. Jacket. A gritty reboot just called Shooter about how he <laughs> picked his life back up after losing the gold jacket. I'd watch it. We've had some really good Goodman ideas. gets a cameo, a fat white Goodman. A fat white Goodman. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to – Grayson is on my side here with Shooter. Campo's clearly on the rocky side. I will say, on the tiebreaker spreadsheet, the combined ranking of Shooter McGavin was third from our three boys. But Rocky Balboa was first. Whoa, so it's all on Desmond. If it's two all, Rocky wins the tiebreaker. So it all comes down to Neil Desmond. So Bunga, it's it's not lost on you, and I don't know if Grace knows this, that Campbell and I have become really good mates since I met him through you. Mm. Now often we hang out without you. Um, so naturally, whatever Campo feels, we're kind of in sync. Life's going well. And Rocky, like you said, has set the tone for every movie since 1976. The amount of time in TV sports, it's a real Rocky story. You know, it sets it up. that That's what you want. It's an underdog story. And if you find a real-life Rocky on television, you tell that story. And that's it. That's There is no more iconic character that's transcended the world of sports, life, pop culture, everything. But shoot him again. He's just one of the more remarkable characters we've ever seen in fictional sports. Not based on anyone. It's truly fiction. His life is golf. His comic timing can't be better. Even if he knows he doesn't realise he's putting himself down, he does whatever it takes to win, whatever it fucking takes to beat Happy Gilmore. Play it as it lies. Shoot McGavin is our champion. Does whatever it takes and it's not enough. Viva La Raza. Oh, Nick, how you feeling? Oh, it's a tough beat. It's a tough beat. But I argued the case as best I could. Mm. And like shooter's great. I'm not I'm not hating on shooter. Mm. You know, these are two titans going head yeah. to head in this one. You know. No shame in losing to Shooter. It's Shooter's time. It's sh- it's Shooter's tournament. This is know? the ultimate this is the alternate universe where Shooter got the gold jacket. <laughs> <laughs> what colour jacket do we give him on this podcast? Purple. Well, the boom rookie's purple for sure. Neil, fashion up a purple jacket for us to send to Christopher. We'll send it to Christopher McDonald. You again. Neil, you want to get a beer after? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Oh, actually. <laughs> oh, going for a I didn't realize it I didn't realize going for beers was part <laughs> no, of never speaking. You're gonna to you again. No, no, you can still go for beers with each other, you just can't talk. <laughs> Sit down and drink it. It was just made up like a real life Rocky story. That's how I thought that's oh. all going for beers with Bungard was well, not real. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. You swerved us all, Neil. What a, what a what an ending. What an ending to this bracket. We've come to the end and we have nailed this. I hope that we did something completely different in these last couple of years. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I had a great time. Grayson, you're coming home. WWE is coming to Australia in a couple of months. People should get we tickets. We are. Tickets on sale right now. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure in Australia. I'm pretty sure Ticket Tech, I'm going to make my assumption. Ticket Master, there. unfortunately. Yeah. Ticket Master, whatever it is. But we're coming home. At, unfortunately, it's in Perth. You know, That's I was hoping great. it would be Sydney or, Sydney or even Melbourne. But it's going to be a big show. I'm... Hoping you boys are going to be there. We're gonna we're gonna have a good time, and I know it's gonna we're gonna put on a show. Fantastic! All right. Um. Well, we did it. We're, we're we are at the end of the podcast. And before we go, a quick thank you to the people in the top two tiers on our Patreon subscription service. If you'd like to support us, go to patreon.com forward slash Urban Rookies. You get access to our Discord server, an extra show every week, uh, merchandise discounts, entry to XCS Cold Train Cup, and um, Grayson Waller will send someone of your choice a message calling them a flop. One hundred percent. I'll even say some swear words in there too for you. Fantastic. Thank you to Chris Abnell, Dave, Rocky and Rafi Stew, Wayne of the Old Coot, home runs from behind the meatball. Alex Sergicomi, oh, $20, I wanted a peanut. Big patron name change guy, Bobby Witt Jr. Jr., Broncos legend, Adam Reynolds, Bruce the Pom, Butsy, can Campo cantankerously condemn the kangaroo's candid capitulation contrasting the Kiwis, Chewbacca Snuffleupagus, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer, Ed Burton, hi, I'm Mitt Bertrand, and I have redacted. 
I also went to school with Bungard. I was saying Blue Urns. I, Matt Bungard, could not be happy for Taylor Swift. I've got a blank space in my fantasy team and I'll write your name. Jason, Joel Wrigley, John, Josh Brandon, kicks outs out of the comp. Lachlan Hancock, lifelong Dolphins fan, Luke Charles Moonball, Mads, Taylor's version, Matthew Duggan and Michael. The climax to a supreme game of rugby league. El Masri trailing by one to win it. He's got it away. It has got there. Murray, Morgan Watkins. My name is Nick Campton and rugby union is my favorite type of rugby. My ding ding dong is hard and I'm sad. Never trendy. Not a sob. Reese Brown, Rowan Trienza Puntos, Acero Eduardo, Roxanne Clark, see you in Vegas, Ty, the black vegetable, the actual music is a vibe of 1.75 times speed. These white slippers are a binary African and Dejerona. Thor, Tom Hardy was. We are now from Shouts to Everyone Lower Tears and Everyone Listens. All listeners, please send five of your Australian dollars to at the Matt Bungard on Twitter.com, Westlife Podcast, and the Fasco Fiasco. And who would win in a fight? Boba Fett or Jake the Moss. Thank you so much for your support to Everyone Lower Tears and Everyone Listens. Thank you as well. Neil, who would win that fight? Uh, Jake the Moss. Wow. That's surprising. So again, yeah, we're I know this Star Wars guy, and I've, I've been walking recently. That's fair. Some real has... life Jake the Masters around. I'll bet, but he has a gun and like a spacesuit and stuff. But... And not too much power, not enough speed work. I, I guess. I guess having yeah, sure. Why not? All right, we are getting out of here, boys. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll have you both back on again soon. Uh, anything else to say before we get out of here? R.I.P. Rocky. Absolutely. All right, Grayson, <laughs> say goodbye. Later, boys. What a treat. Thank you. Say goodbye, Neil. See you, guys. Grayson, return my text. Say goodbye, Kimbo. Thanks so much for coming on, guys. This was a lot of fun. Goodbye, Bertrand. And it's goodbye from me.